Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you have 16 trades remaining, you cannot make any trades this week. All right. It's probably a bit full on. Probably a couple of circumstances where you could. But if you're sitting there with, with 17 players this week, you know, that are adequate, that are okay, you know, similar to my team here, we've got, you know, I've got 17 with Alvaro. If I play him, he might get a few extra minutes this week, so he might be able to score somewhere in the 30s or something like that. You know, it might be a smart option for me to, to not trade at all. Obviously, I have a few more trades than 16, but that's something for you to think about with, you know, with it being very hard to, to actually save trades and, you know, obviously not use them every week like like the majority of people are, 16, 18 trades most people kind of have, you're going to quickly run out of trades and you know, you're going to be looking to use a bunch probably when round 13 comes out. At the moment, we're probably all speculating a little bit as to who's going to make origin, who's not. So it might be smart to, to hold a couple this week or maybe just use one because when we actually look at you know, what's going to happen here is round, you know, over that next seven rounds we have, You've got two this week, two next week, four and 13, two after that, four and 15, when they have the uh, the standalone origin slash international week, they give you an extra four trades leading to that week for some reason, um, then two, and then four in 17, which is 20 trades. And when the majority of people have 16 to 18, maybe 20 if you're lucky, if you max trade every week, you're going you're gonna to run out. If you've got 16, you're running out before round 17 when you're looking to, to have a really good week in 17 and then build up your guns and your keepers to get 17 slash 18 keepers. Um, and maybe have like a 19th guy that's, that's going to average sort of like a, a 30 or whatever. Like, you know, it's pretty safe and solid around that mark. If you have a couple of injuries and suspensions, you can, you can use that for the last bunch of rounds. And remember, we're not even halfway through the year yet. And the majority of people, well, we start with 34. The majority of people are, are down more than half uh, of their trades and we're not even into the, the weeks where you can, you know, you can make four trades, for example. So there's a, a few things we want to talk about in this video and that's going to be around what should you do with certain players if you have under sort of 18 trades, uh, under 20 trades even, and what, what can you do if you have more than 20 trades? And if you're looking at my team, for example, I do have 22, which is good, but it's still not, it's still not a lot when you think about it. If I, you know, I've got eight trades available from here to 13, I'm currently sitting with nine players playing for 13. So if you're an overall player, then I'm, I personally think you're looking towards around 13 players if you can. 
whether that's 11 really good ones and a couple of like sort of cash cow average type of scores like an Alvaro, those types of players. Just with all the injuries and suspensions, it's, it's going to be, you know, a lot of us were looking at trying to get 14, 15 and stuff like that. And, and that's going to be pretty hard at this stage. So, you know, if I've got eight trades available, if I was to use all eight trades, pick up maybe one or two guys that aren't playing 13 this week, for example, um, and then the rest of the guys looking towards 13, maybe I get like that 14 mark, right? Um, but then I'm sitting with 14 trades left. I'm then looking to possibly bring in a Taumalolo, um, you know, a couple of these other, if you don't have Toyo Harris, maybe he's a good option then. Um, yeah, these types of players there are going to be strong to pick up in 14. It could be a bunch of the origin guys that, you know, they've missed that first 13 game. And then if they're in a team that where they need them to back up, for example, and they're all fit and healthy, then, then they're probably only going to miss one game over the next, you know, the rest of the season with the next, the second half of the season. So you're going to be wanting to pick up a bunch of those guys as well. So that's, Something to think about. If I'm using a couple in that week, I'm then down to 12. You know, you've got four trades to use in the next one. You might be looking to really bolster your team and bring it, bring in a bunch of guns from there. You're sitting at 10, 8. And remember, that's me sitting with 22 trades. You know, if you've got 16, then you have like two trades, four trades left in that period. And, and you're not even, you know, we're basically anyone with a bunch of trades from then is just going to overtake you uh, and do really well. So that's something you've got to think about. And for me with 22, I could, I could entertain the idea of, of trading out of Pappenhausen. Like last week I traded out for Feeder just because I had a bunch. He was going to miss sort of four, five games over the next sort of eight, eight to nine rounds. And I decided that, that was worth it for me to do that. This week, is it worth me trading out a keeper? Yeah, a second time in a row with, with Pap. And yes, it's kind of, you've got you to gotta work it out. You've got to think of it as in the now. So we obviously hold him this long. He gets injured again. And you've got to look from here on in. And he's going to miss this game. He'll probably be back for round 12. Uh, yeah, he'd, they'd like, I'm sure Storm would like him to play. But if he's thinking about getting a, a gig in Origin, then um, then he should get a game under his belt, I imagine, before then because he has missed a bunch of time. So you'd think he'd play round 12. He'd miss 13. If he's only off the interchange bench, he should be okay for 14, for example, uh, and, and play the next bunch of games. So he's going to be missing a, a couple more. And for Pap, who's a top two fullback, same with Fafido, who's a top two uh, edge. They're the types of guys you want to try and keep in your team, especially as you're running out of trade. So that's something to think about there. In terms of the other guys in my squad, I've also got Simkin, Stefano, Lanyu. Are there other... If I'm looking to maybe make one trade and just trade out a Simkin, for example, there's not a lot of really good options around that 350 to you know, 450 price bracket. Um, I can, I've only got 7K remaining, so it's hard for me to pick anyone up. Um, you know, Nico Hines is, is around 450-odd, for example, but a lot of the other cash cows aren't really that strong or they're not playing 13 or whatever it is. And as I said, when I've got nine playing, it makes it pretty hard uh, at this stage of the season to do that. So I suppose that's the biggest thing I wanted to talk about was you know the amount of trades you have left depends you know really makes a you know depends what what you can do with them basically uh, can't get the right word um, if you if you're sitting with those lower ones then it's probably the smartest option not to trade out these guns or go sideways from here like if you've got a 550k player maybe you're looking to trade out Momorowski this week it's like well do you go do you go sideways to a guy that's in the 500s mark that you might have to trade a little bit later on down the track? It could be, you know, you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to trade uh, Radley in, for example, at 465K. And it's, it's like, well, is he actually going to be a keeper long-term into the season? Or is he just going to make a little bit of cash and score okay for your team? And, you know, you, will you be able to trade him out later, later down the track? Or is it smart right now to just, if you are going to upgrade one of these mid-range guys 
then you want to go straight to a keeper. And we look at someone like you know, Sam Walker, who's averaging 48 since he's come into the game. And, and at a 48 average, he's a little bit undervalued, for example. But for him, if you can move him up to like a Moses or something like that, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. You bring in a guy that's playing 13, who is a keeper in their position, you won't have to trade them out again for the rest of the year. Okay, that, that would be fine. Someone like Schuster, he's averaging 51. And it's like, well, why? what's the point in actually trading him out? He only misses one game over the rest of the year. He's dual position. Is it really smart to trade out someone averaging 51 who's a little bit undervalued with dual position, missing one game? You know, there's all those things that, that add up and it's like, well, why am I actually thinking about trading him out? You know, you could, I could look at, you know, Welchy. He's a little bit different because he's, at, he's, he's averaging 40, what, 48 as well, but he doesn't have the dual position. He's going to be playing Origins. He's going to be missing a couple of games over the next period. He's probably someone that you can go, oh, okay, he's not a keeper. I'll move him up to a keeper. Where Schuster's only going to miss one game and you know, averaging both averaging very similar, Schuster three points more. You're going to get that extra three points a week. You're also going to get him for an extra week in round 17. So these are kind of the, the things you want to be thinking about when, when you're looking to trade players out. Watson, for example, is, is sitting around that 52 points. And it's like, well, do you even, do you even worry about trading him out? He's got, you know, got his minutes back on the weekend. Will he, will he be losing them going forward? Will he stay the same? Because if he's, if he's getting 50 minutes, he's that kind of 50-point player. So they're all things you've got to think about, and especially in your, in your centers as well, for example. is like, you know, we're all playing center roulette, trading in blokes in and out. The suspension's in there. If you've got Peachy, you know, he's out for two weeks, you're definitely going to try and hold him because he plays in 13. You know, even Roger, for example, a lot of people are like, oh, I've got to trade him out. But he is averaging 49 still. And you haven't had to worry about trading him all year. You haven't had to worry about suspensions. You know, he's played every game. He's done his job. You know, they're the types of guys, if you're sitting under 20 trades, it's just like we can't even entertain trading them out. He misses one game over the, over the rest of the season. The only ones you can entertain trading out is those guys that are you know, not going amazingly like him right now. He's obviously had a few lower games, and and if they're missing a two to three over the next next period, then maybe the other ones you try and, and trade on. So, yeah, I suppose that's the the biggest part I want to talk about with those trades uh, around that. You know, there's just so many trades to be used over this next over this next seven rounds, and then you want to keep a bunch left for the back end of the year. You know, you, after seventeen, once you've You've got through that round. You then have, hopefully, you have you're sitting with at least sort of 13, 14, 15 guns. But I imagine a lot of people, a lot of people won't. And the best teams will have seventeen slash eighteen guns come round eighteen, nineteen. They'll build out that and then hold them strong throughout the rest of the the game, uh, and leave a couple of trades up their sleeves. So that's something to to think about there, just around your trades, guys, because I think it's it's pretty important uh, to. To really focus on that because a lot of you know a lot of people aren't even thinking about it, and yeah you know, we look at the top teams and and we'll see that they obviously have a lot of keepers and it just depends how many trades they've used right you know this week he's our top guy is going to be struggling a fair bit he's got you know four players on his interchange that aren't playing he also has Pap and Peachy so Boone's going to have to make a couple of trades this week and you can see the, the squad's pretty strong right really strong in the mids got Papali'i in the edges halves are good. Yeah, wing fullback strong. He's got Starling on the bench now, which is pretty cool. Holding for feet on Momorowski. So, you know, a couple of these guys are going to have to go. But the trades is going to be what's, you know, really important here. If you look at how many players this guy's got playing, he's going to have one, two, three, four. He's obviously got a lot, a lot of Eels players, which is good. Five, six. Do we say Tottenham's going to play Origin or not? We'll, get, we'll, give it, we'll give it to him on this one. Seven. Watson, eight. Laurie, nine. 
Momorowski if he holds at this point 10. So a decent a decent little setup. He's going to have to have to make a bunch of trades this week. You know, I wish I wish it told us how many trades all these guys had left because it'd be interesting to see that. Uh, but you can look at the team value as well. So it's thirteen point eight mil. A lot of these guys are, are doing really really good with their team values as well, and and that just allows you to bring more keepers in. So that's that's kind of the point of of trading early. Yes, it's about building cash, and the, but the biggest point is is getting good scores and getting a lot of keepers into your side. And at this point, if you're if you're sitting with sixteen trades and as I said, you you got you know seventeen players playing this week. The only upgrade I'd do is if you'd have a fair bit of salary remaining, and you can upgrade one of them straight to you know if you got an extra one hundred and fifty k, for example, and you can go straight up to a top line gun from a guy that's not playing thirteen to a guy that is playing thirteen, like that you know that Walker kind of level. Uh, but even if it's you know if you can do like a Momorowski who's not playing uh, and trade a Momorowski up to a Moses or something like that, then that's probably your best bet uh, going forward. So. Yeah, I suppose just wanted to just have a bit of a chat around the trades, guys. I hope that really helps you with your decision-making as to what you should do with 16 or 18 trades compared to what you can do with 22. You just have a little bit of leeway there to trade a few of these guys. If you if you need to get some extra points, if you're looking to build your keepers for the year, then you can do that. So I hope you guys enjoyed that one. I hope you got a lot out of it, and we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.